1: I'm Nuclear UK, and welcome to my favourite time of the year. During this Halloween season, I have a special double bill reading of two short stories brought to me by a pair of wastelanders wanting to help out in the show. Without further ado, welcome, friends, to the wasteland. Part 1 Peripherals. Written by Electra Excessive. If you're viewing this, I... I've been trapped here for nearly a week. It's been nearly a week since I've seen the outside. And I can't take it anymore. They're everywhere. They're everywhere, and now they're coming for me. I... I have to leave a warning. For you. A warning for whatever godforsaken soul is unlucky enough to see this. I suppose that I should probably start at the beginning... So that you know what happened and such. Have to... have to hurry. Have to hurry. They're trying to find a way into my home, and I can't hold them off forever. They're coming to kill me. They know that I know. I know what they are. I know why they're here. They're predators, and if I know what they are, if I can warn everybody, they won't be able to get food anymore. You have to prepare yourself, though. You have to be ready to warn every pony. Because once they know that you know, they'll come for you too. Well, I... I suppose I should just get started. I'm a... well, I used to be a normal mare, up until a few days ago. Just a normal pony, living a normal life. With normal friends. I live quite a ways outside of town, so I don't really have a lot of contact with other ponies unless they come to visit me. I... I guess that's why they chose me. Screw Screwloose, by the way. I just thought I'd throw that out there. At least somepony will remember my name. Like I said, it all started last week. On my birthday, in fact. (laughs) Isn't that ironic? That my life gets ruined on the one day of the year that I'm supposed to have a good time. The one day I'm surrounded by my friends and loved ones is the last that I'll ever see of them. It was a great day, if you're wondering, actually. Guess that sort of makes me happy. That their last memories will be of a happy me. Not of this terrified pony that I am now. This defeated being that I call myself. It all started after the party. We'd had a great time together. Average party stuff. You know, drinks, games, dancing, all that jazz. Pinkie Pie knows her stuff. Every pony was headed home after all that intense partying. And it was pretty late at night. One of my best friends had gotten me a new video recording device for my birthday. You know those new things that use magic to capture videos so you can watch them later. I mean, don't get me wrong, I was grateful for all the other presents, but this one, this one was something else, I'll tell you. I'd never been more excited for anything in my life. I just wanted to test it out. Oh, Celestia. All I wanted was to test it out have a little bit of fun. Ha! You're not getting in that way, you monsters. I boarded up the windows. How stupid do you think I am? Right, The story. I have to hurry. they will be finding a way in any minute. Where did I leave off? No, no. Skip that part. Skip ahead to the important details. can't be rambling right now. There's not enough time. It all started when I walked out into the forest to test out my new camera. And just to get a bit of fresh air. It can get a bit stuffy in here sometimes. And it was the perfect time for me to go check out how my new toy worked. Celestia, I wish I'd never gone out on that dumb walk. Everything started off normal enough. Just the normal stuff. A few birds here and there. A squirrel or two running around and gathering up nuts for their homes. I was just waving my camera around, checking everything I could find. I was like a foal in a candy store. Every single thing I saw through that lens filled me with a sense of wonder. And then I saw something. It was subtle. Just a different coloration on the trees. And the very edge of the screen. It wasn't moving. there was nothing special about it. Somehow, though, I get that feeling. That damn dreaded feeling. You know the one you get when you feel like someone's watching you? You feel it sometimes, even though you know you're completely alone. I felt like I had to just get out of there. Like I was in some kind of danger. I know what you're thinking. That crazy, right? I was just being paranoid. It was completely real. I should never have gone home that night. I should have just stayed out there and let them get me. Would have saved me all the trouble. After that everything was normal for about day. Then all of a sudden one night I heard a slithering sound and a loud crunch, like someone was walking around outside my house. I made my way out of my house and just began to look around. It was just a dark night in the forest like normal. I just thought that Somebody was trespassing or coming to pay me an unexpected visit, which I really wouldn't have minded. No, 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 no. What was that? I know I boarded everything up as tight as I could. They can't be breaking it already. No, I have to hurry. I have to let you know. I saw, I saw one outside in the corner of my vision. I saw one of them. I turned quickly to see what it was, but no matter where I turned, it always stayed at the very edge. It just stood there, watching me. Watching me turn and try and catch it, like it was mocking me. Probably was, for all I know. I got the distinct feeling that I shouldn't turn my back to it. That if I did, something terrible would happen to me. I spent the whole night awake, just trying to get some rest with all of these noises outside. I haven't gotten any sleep since the first day, you know. Not a wink. I can't, or I'm afraid that they'll get me. The the next day, I decided I'd try to see what it was. I placed the camera in the corner of my house, and just sat out on my porch and waited. Just waited for it to show itself again. Sure enough, after a few hours, it showed up again. Thinking quickly, I grabbed my camera and ran back inside to take a look. I wish, I wish so badly, I hadn't done that. There was something at the the very edge of the camera. I can't describe the horror of what I saw in that frame. The ghastly abomination. After that, after that, I knew I couldn't go outside again. It wasn't safe. Maybe, maybe I should go to get help. Should have just taken my chances and bolted as fast as I could. Maybe I could have gotten out of this whole mess. I boarded up my house with everything I could find and blockaded all of the doors. It's taking its toll on me. I can't eat. I can't sleep. For three days I've been backed up against this wall, just watching the door for them. We've seen each other a few times since that first encounter. I know they're waiting for something. They're making their move soon. I can sense it. I know what they are now, though. That's why I'm recording this. To tell you. You know, the feeling that damn feeling that you get when you're alone. The one where you feel that some pony is watching you, even though no pony else is around. That's because something is there, waiting on the edge of your vision, watching you to see if you could make a good meal, to see if you would make an easy meal. You never notice them. They know how to avoid your sight. But I've seen them. That's why they're coming for me. They know that I'm alone. But no pony's coming to save me. I'm trapped. You, though, you can warn every pony. They're still trying to get into the front door. It's time. I have to finish this to tell you everything. So long as the front door is closed, I still have time. I still have time, but I'm so tired. No, no! The truth is that they're everywhere. You're never safe when you're alone. In fact, you're never truly alone. They're always on the outskirts, in your peripherals, watching and waiting. Waiting for you to slip up like I did. They wait for you to trap yourself and make it easy for them. You can't let them do that to you. You can't let them. Oh. That that sound is so nice. I'm so tired. I can't. I can't keep this up anymore. I can't stay awake any longer. It's... it's too hard. Maybe if I just close my eyes for a second. If I can take a quick rest. I can gather enough energy to get out of here. Try and make my escape. Yeah, yes. A quick rest. Just a little wink. Just close my eyes for a few moments. and Then everything will be fine. I'll find a way out of this. Give it a try at
0: mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
1: Part two. Record. By Renal. Static fills the screen. An image of trees only barely visible through the scrambled mess. Whoever was using the camera at the time seems to have been filming the local wildlife, as there are brief glimpses of birds and squirrels among the noise. A moment of discoloration stands out among the distorted images, as the motion behind the static stops for a moment. Soon, the scene changes. The section of the film is degraded nearly as badly as the first, but the view never changes. Hours of film record the same scene, a blue-coated earth pony mare sitting on the front porch of a cabin in a forest. She rarely moves from her position, keeping a constant vigil on the clearing around the cabin, and occasionally, snapping her head from one side or the other, as if in reaction to a noise. Through the recording reveals nothing but the occasional birdsong. A brief distortion appears near the mare, similar to what preceded the previous cut in the film. The mare gets up from her seat and approaches the camera before once again, the scene ends. The blue-coated mare is sitting in the corner of an empty room, keeping her back to the wall. As the static clears, it reveals a boarded up window to one side. The mare rubs her eyes, now visible as bloodshot and baggy, and addresses the camera. It's been a week since I've been trapped here. A week since I've seen the sun, or talked to any pony, or slept, or She sniffs and runs a hoof through her grey mane, staring off to one side for a minute before vigorously shaking her head and continuing. Okay, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just so tired. Let me start over. My name is Screwloose, and I don't think I'm going to leave this room alive. She laughs once and then sniffs again. I know it sounds melodramatic, but it's true. You'd think I'd be lying here crying or screaming or something. But it just. it's just also unreal. And it started with that. She points a hoof directly to the camera. A birthday gift from my sister. I never got to thank her for it. But then maybe it's nothing to be thankful for, considering where I am now. Dropping by the party and then two weeks out of town. Great timing, shoe shine. But it didn't mean you're not stuck here with me, so I guess that worked out for the best. It was a great party, too. I really do wish I would thanked Pinky for it. She called it a, um, birth and you got better day party. She starts and leaps up to all four hooves, watching intently towards the far side of the room. She remains that way for a few minutes, before relaxing and dropping back to a seated position again. She takes a deep breath. Sorry, I'm rambling. I do that when I'm tired. Look, there are things out there. Predators. They hide everywhere. In shadows and around corners. Behind you and in the corner of your eye. Always just out of sight. Most ponies never see them, but I did. I know about them, they know I do, and now they're coming for me. And now... She trails off, glancing to the side again. Now you know. I'm, I'm so, so sorry, but I had to do this. Some pony had to know what happened to me. Maybe if more know about them, maybe we can do something. Maybe if we prepare, they can't hunt us anymore. Won't feed anymore. I hope so. Or else I've just condemned another pony. But just... She sniffs again, rubbing at her eyes. Some time passes before she recovers her composure and continues. The only sounds during the brief interlude are faint scratches. Too faint to tell if they were captured at the time or are merely the product of the damaged recording. Just let me tell you the whole story, Okay. I know it's not as important as just getting the word out, but maybe it'll be easier for me to take if other ponies just know how it happened. Like I said, I got the camera at a party. It was such a great party. And it helps knowing that the last any pony will ever see of me will have been such a happy day. But the camera I was like a foal with a new toy, recording everything on the way back home. You probably saw those parts already. She suddenly jumps to her hooves again spinning to face the opposite side of the room from the one that she'd addressed before. Her eyes are wide and her muscles are taut, reacting on instinct as any pony would and preparing to flee. Not getting in that way, you monsters! I took care of that already. Once more, she relaxes slightly after a moment, but this time she doesn't sit back down. She just shivers and turns back to the camera. Sorry, running out of time. I keep forgetting, just too tired to keep track. But it started there. Just a little funny colour or shape or something. Right there in the corner of my eye. Something didn't look quite right. And it was gone. But I knew I saw something. Because I felt it. I felt them. But that's when I started watching me. And I could feel them there. You know what it feels like? Every pony does. That feeling of something with you when you're alone, like some pony sitting behind you. The feeling that makes us turn on the lights in the next room because we're afraid of what might be in the shadows there. We all know it because we felt them. Because they're everywhere. They're everywhere and once you notice, you know they're watching you. She begins pacing in front of the camera, her pace erratic but driven by her ever more rapid speech. And now I knew more of them came. I kept feeling that little chill across my withers that a little bit of pressure behind my neck that said I was not alone. Noises in the night like hoofsteps and sneaks and whispers. I knew something was out there and I knew I had to find out what. So I got my camera back out and set it up outside and then I waited and I waited and I waited and I waited and I I kept feeling them watch me. Then it became close. I was out there for hours. They never even got close until the very end like they were taunting me. Maybe that's what they do. Maybe they just want us afraid before they come. But eventually, one came closer. I know because I felt it there. I could feel it so close when I turned it was gone. That time I knew I had one. I went and got the camera and we round it. And started going through the frames until I saw it. I saw it and now there are so many. I wish I never had this fucking camera. She spins and slams up against the, right the side of the camera. The picture is lost briefly, but soon returns to find her lying on the floor, split by a hairline fracture across the lens. Her flank and tail are visible, as well as one hind leg, but her face is off screen. Minutes pass, occupied only by the scratching sounds and her sobbing, and interrupted at times by a choking cough. A loud crack interrupts her. No, 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 not yet. You can't come in. I wasn't done with my story yet. She pulls herself upright and wipes right the camera as well, slumping back against the corner as she wipes her eyes dry again, the fracture in the lens splitting her image into almost perfect halves. Sorry, I shouldn't have done that. This is the only way I can let any pony know. Now, but I won't try to describe the thing. I can't. I guess I don't have to, because I didn't record over that part. They really started to target me after that. I haven't slept since then. I'm not sure I could have anyway. After seeing it clearly like that, but I couldn't let myself sleep. can't let myself sleep. If I let my guard down, that's when they'll come. Now that I'm alone and there's nobody to see, I boarded up everything, blocked myself in with whatever I could find. I've been watching them for, for, for... I don't know. Days, maybe. I haven't seen the sun, haven't eaten, haven't slept. Just watching for them. She yawns, then shivers again, and begins rubbing a hoof across the opposite foreleg. She twitches at a loud knock. They have me where they want me. They're going to come soon. I can feel it, but I'm alone, and there's no pony to look out for me. Nothing to stop them but the boards, and they're going to get through those. That was never going to keep them out. Was so stupid to even try to escape this way. I should have gone back to Ponyville, been around everybody else so they'd be seen. But I'd have been alone walking back. Maybe they'd have gotten me then. Another loud knock. She slumps further down the wall and curls up slightly. Never be. Alone. When you're alone, they know you're an easy target. That's why you feel them when you're alone. Because you're not alone. You're never alone. Alone is when they size you up. They're there, watching, waiting in the corner of your arm. Just waiting for you to be alone and to let your guard down. She yawns and rubs her eyes again. Sorry, running out of things to say. Just... Don't let them catch you, watch for them, watch the corners of your eyes, and never, never be. She slips further down once more, her head dropping onto her chest as sleep finally takes her. The only sign she's still aware at all is at another twitch at a third loud knock. This one, accompanied by another crack and a scraping noise. The camera falls over again, the picture remaining on screw loose until it hits the floor, and when the burst is static. goes black. The recording ends. I have reviewed the recording, Miss Snowheart, and while the contents were disconcerting to say the least, we must consider Screwloose's history. While it is unusual for a video recording to experience degradation of this extent without magical influence, it's not outside the realm of possibility that the blow and the two drops the camera suffered caused the distortions. In the absence of any further evidence of the creature's screw-loose claim to be hunting her, we have to press forward with the assumption that her disappearance had a more mundane explanation. Let's just hope she doesn't hurt herself before we find her. Signed, Twilight Sparkle. And that was that. Spooky stuff from before the war. You know, those two never told me where they got the recording, but they said they'd found a lot of Ministry of Peace archives as of late. Anyway, wouldn't want to let your guard down too much. And maybe don't go hunting for that flicker in the corner of your eye. Until next time, here's some music to really get you in the mood. Enjoy everyone.